1: This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership.
2: This is Writing Excuses, Season 7, Episode 14, Writing Excuses.
3: Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. And we're going to tell you why you shouldn't be writing.
2: Um, It's hard. What's that? It's Writing's hard. really hard yeah
1: it's hard you shouldn't
3: do hard things
1: yeah. no 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 it I is
2: think...
3: better to do it later after you've had some time to relax you right. know what
2: i think helps blow off some steam with a writer who wants to write um epic fantasy mm-hmm. really um i really think you know tolkien took 20 years to world build you're not as good as tolkien let's be right. dipy- upfront with that yeah um and so i think maybe 40 years. Yeah. Um, it's, it's about as much time 40 as 40 years if yeah.
3: you're exactly half as good as Tolkien. Yes. Right. Yeah. Which is still a little arrogant of you, and frankly. And
1: you, you are going to need to fill that time w- with things. Yes. So there's the world building, but you also need to take some time, some cognitive time to really process what you're going to do with the world building. And I find one of the best ways to do that is by vacuuming my cats.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, cat vacuuming has helped me numerous times. Yeah, Um,
1: it deals with the shedding, among other things, and that gets in the keyboard and clogs it, and that becomes problematic. Oh, my,
0: and speaking of keyboards, I was sitting down to write the other day, and I looked at my keyboard, and I couldn't help but notice the finger staining, and Mm. so I got out the Q-tip and the alcohol and started cleaning the keyboard, Mm. and then I realized that I could actually take a screwdriver and pop the keys off, and Mm -hmm. horror of horrors! The years and years of tiny flecks of me inside that keyboard, I had to spend a good day and a half, unable to get any writing done because that keyboard had to be cleaned. It was too well, old you know, you know to be they used. they could have your DNA. Right. They could get your DNA from that. They could, and, and they I, could use that to write your story,
3: take it from you.
0: I had forgotten that that technology existed. Yeah. Thank for you for you reminding know, there me
3: are of these horrors. Clones of you out there somewhere writing somebody else's webcomic. Hopefully,
1: yeah. they are smarter than that. <laughs> well, I didn't actually, say writing a very good web comic. No, I meant hopefully they have not gone to such a foolish task as actually sitting down to write something.
3: Well, uh, I hope not because they their don't, keyboard their keyboard's probably just as gross as Howard's. And they yeah. can't
1: start for 40 years anyway. Right, absolutely.
2: Though, you know, I will give them the caveat. You can go go ahead and try and start as long as you're willing to throw it away after one page, because it's going to be crap. So you might as
0: well
3: write that one page again. Yes,
1: absolutely. As many
3: times as possible. Some people
0: talk about the trophies you get for submitting a manuscript. I say that you're working too hard if you're only collecting a trophy when you get a rejection letter. I say that every rewrite of page one should be posted to your wall and there's a trophy Right there. Congratulations. Well, you, 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 you accomplished you, something.
3: You can actually earn achievements in real life. If you get a 50 rewritten first pages that don't go anywhere, You know the little thing it's will ding. It's the 50 and, and page one Chivo. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Now, Brandon mentioned the 40 years, if you're trying to emulate Tolkien. Uh, there's a lot of other authors that you can try to oh, write yes. like. Oh, Great, great uh, good, authors. Good yes, point. Good point. The uh, Walden Pond. Yep. scenario mm-hmm. where you just kind of go out into the middle of nowhere and do nothing forever and ignore your life and family, Yeah, that's, that's an important one. Yes. And make sure you take a long time doing it, because otherwise, no one will ever remember you as a brilliant misanthropist. They yes. can't
1: take you seriously. Yeah. The other the other option is to take what you have written and put it in a drawer so that mm. no one ever sees it. Emily Dickinson did this to great yeah. effect. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and she's famous. Well, she's famous. One of the other things famous. that Emily
3: Dickinson did... Was uh, she was actually terrified of going outside and talking to people, and she had like a lever system worked out, where she would send you know money down in, in a bucket, and people would send food up. Do you have one of those?
1: If you don't, you need to start building it now. Seriously, that's it's, we're gonna have some plans for that in the liner notes. Yeah, you might mm-hmm. think
0: you might think that here in the age of the. Uh, electronic shopping mall that you could, you could accomplish the same sort of thing just with an internet connection. But oh, no, 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 no. Mm. you still need to answer the door for UPS. And what do you do if they leave a note? Yeah. You know, that note, on well, that, that's one of the worst things that can happen to me. And frankly, if
3: you're terrified of someone stealing your DNA from keyboard goobies, uh, imagine you buying something online with a credit card. Yeah, It's very difficult to steal someone's identity via... Pulley and bucket.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The FedEx
0: man, have you seen his, his little signature capture machine? You know, I think he's trying to steal your
2: story, honestly. I he's think it's going to take your soul, it. really. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Other authors to emulate, you know, one thing that I think we can learn um, from George R. R. Martin is that um, you become famous by actually not um, giving your fans what they want. You know, you take mm. a lot of time. And I think you, or writers, anything. Are, yeah. You're not, you're not as good as George R. R. Martin. So you really need to practice this. You need to give them less. You need to give them less, and you need to, what you need to do is maybe write a paragraph and then not give the second paragraph for about a year.
1: Well, Now, now I have a technique for dealing with this because one of the things, the, the reason that, of course, you are not as good as these other people yes. is that you are putting the words in the wrong order on the page. So what you need to do is actually sit down and take the thesaurus oh. and swap words out one at a time to make sure that you've got them It'll in the right order. It'll make more original. Yes, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: the other thing that I find very effective is to write each word on my first page on an individual note card. Yes. And then move the note cards around to try out different orders for the sentences. That's the, great. And and you know this is where the cats come in very handy mm-hmm. because they can introduce a random element that no one else I, can do. I, with I wanted to think
3: like it would add a nice visual element to your writing. Yeah. yeah it, it really does. Spontaneity. Yeah, spontaneity. especially
1: when they sit on a card and it just eliminates the word completely. I mm-hmm.
0: wanted to be careful dealing with this because you know mental illness is such a sensitive subject. But many writers suffer from mental illnesses, and when you're talking about this reordering of words, it's a little known fact that you can catch dyslexia from drinking glasses. Oh yeah. And so you need to find as many dyslexic friends as possible and go out drinking with them. I mean if you can get them to kiss you, that's perfect. But and catch I, dyslexia.
1: I will say that um Blake Charlton who is a very successful, highly prominent uh dyslexic writer, he's he has a wonderful book uh, that that deals with this uh, in you know science fiction um is really hot.
3: Mm. Yeah. Is and, he likely to kiss you? Is he in a steady relationship? That uh, you're aware.
1: This is this is the tricky thing. Is he doesn't go to a lot of cons, and, okay. and he is in a steady relationship. But in the interest of science, he is a doctor. I think oh, well, doctor Charlton. So he might you offer famous. you a swab. Yeah, there is. And
2: we'll that, we'll put, put his contact
3: information in the liner notes. Mm-hmm.
2: Now I've got another. I've got I've got something really kind of sensitive to talk about here. Um, writers talk to us a lot about how they're just not um, they're not getting things done. I'm in whatnot. And I think, you know, if I'm really gonna help you be a better writer, I've really gotta ask you how is your beard? Okay? This
1: is my problem.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. George R. <laughs> R. Martin, Patrick Rothfuss, um, I, these guys, their
0: beards really are, I mean, without that beard, yeah. you just can't write. Well, this is as, an... a, as a successful web cartoonist, yeah. I have a reasonable beard, but you look at some of the web cartooning greats, like, for instance, Randy Milholland. Mm-hmm. Randy Milholland's beard could knife fight Pat Rothfuss's beard yeah. and, and maybe take it two falls out of three.
1: And if you look at the, grand, the list of grandmasters for SIFWA over the past, you know, uh, 47 years... Yeah
2: beards lots of beards lots of
1: beards it's very 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 difficult without a beard yeah. to get on that yeah i mm-hmm. think that might be
0: why this there is are why, fewer women this is why Grand the glass masters, ceiling huh? this yeah. is why the glass yeah. ceiling in, sh- in science fiction exists this is really unfair. it's actually a glass shaving mirror yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's really
2: really really unfair we should do a whole Occam's podcast razor. We'll have the can of worms
3: that. the uh the the women don't have yeah, beards the sexism problem.
2: of women not being allowed beards Mm-hmm. is just rampant in the science fiction community. That
3: is why, however, uh, bearded women from carnivals tend to be so successful in the short story market.
4: Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Redeem your 50% off at slash today. So, one um, of the
3: other
2: thing. I think things... we need to
3: stop for our book of the week, though. Oh, very um, good <laughs> point. <That> was... <laughs> our book of the week this week is, is... Mary, do you have this book? Yes. For
1: us? Um, this is a book I really want to recommend to, uh, to all beginning writers. It's uh, Cognitive behavioral, behavioral Therapy for Dummies. And this is narrated by Simon Slater, who has a wonderful speaking voice. And it's really useful, not only in understanding yourself and your characters, but how you relate to your cats, which is really key for moving forward as a writer. Yeah, as we've so, established. Yes. So Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Dummies uh, is available in audio at uh, audible.com.
0: Yeah. Go out to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. You can kick off a 14-day free trial membership. You do... And I'm, I'm reluctant to say this. Uh, you do have to give them a credit card number as, uh, you know, a way to kick off this free trial. But Your no one, one will deliver. Will be charged.
1: And no one will deliver anything yeah. to you. Exactly. So, it's it's maybe, electronically you know, delivered, so it's
0: safe. Um, do we have anybody's
3: credit card we could just give them the liner notes that they could use? I think we have Jordos. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Producer Jordo, yeah. you can just buy it off him. Yeah. Um Now, one nice thing about Audible, I want to make sure to mention this, is that they have an enormous catalog. Yes. And you can get any one of those for free. But more importantly, you could spend hours and hours looking through it. Yes. Which could give you a lot of really valuable research for the novel that you're not writing.
0: And listening to to audio samples from the narrators, I can think of no better way to research valid character voice than to spend a couple hundred hours listening to snippets of other people's books as yeah. read by famous actors. And,
1: and once you've done that, the next step, and this is key, this is something a lot of people miss, is they don't put them in an order. Mm. So you do need to prioritize. There like, are
0: people who listen to these just r- in random... Well,
1: sampling them randomly, that's okay. We can accept that. But, oh, but we have to file them out Right, absolutely. And people will skip that step. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it is, it's key to being able to understand what your own personal tastes are.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that we've talked about in the past is uh, casting your books, you know, deciding kind of what, which actor would play which character. Uh, Audible's great for that because you can cast the readers for the different characters. Yes, you could. You know, some of the more famous readers that do a lot of this stuff, uh, Bronson Pinchot that does Larry Corea's. You know, books. I really think you, to really get, you know, good on this, you really
2: know what you're doing, you're probably going to have to watch all the seasons of Perfect Stranger. Pro- honestly, I mean, you're yes. going to have an audiobook someday, and it might be read by him. And uh, all the Beverly Hills cop movies. Yes, yeah, um, because yeah. if you
0: don't, you're really not doing your research. And bear in mind, bear in mind that uh, reading, the, the act of reading an audiobook is something that voice actors uh, are particularly brilliant at. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to experience you know, voice acting at its finest over a long period of time, you need to be watching all 26 seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good point.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, and, and that brings up another point, which is pop culture. Um, it's really important to stay in touch with pop culture. So yes. that means you need to be watching television, yep. staying on top of the internet memes. You
2: need a TiVo because you're going to miss some shows.
1: Yes. And um, YouTube. Yeah. Absolutely. Make sure oh, that yeah. you but have don't, a YouTube. Don't not watch the commercials. Yeah. Right, yeah. The well, no,
2: the, the thing about YouTube, though, you really should have parties with like 10 of your friends where each of you come and show each other youtube videos absolutely and um, and you know make sure you come with a list of about 40
1: have you seen the one with the cat that gets into the basket oh yeah. my goodness oh, boy. i love that one there's one with
3: this oh, the monkey cat riding the on box. a pig oh i love the oh, cat in a yeah. box the the oh man the, the, He's the got baby a monkey now. backwards See? on yeah, the pig yes yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of my very favorite yeah. baby
0: monkey very
2: inspiring baby to monkey. help you not actually write the book as you're waiting your 40 years
1: yeah, and um, this I is find. all material that yeah. you will use when those forty years yeah, are up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little known
3: fact: This is actually why it took Tolkien so long, is because he had to watch all the bad lip reading videos on YouTube first. Yeah, yeah and, and
1: he had to wait for YouTube to be invented, yeah, which know. involved time travel for him. So that was really complicated. Mm-hmm. Now, but there's and a lot where of do talk. you think we got the Uruk-hai?
2: Yeah. baby monkey riding right, back? Big? The yeah. Um, there's been a lot of talk about editors and and ebook publishing and things like this. Um, I really do think that in this new era, we're not going to need editors anymore, um, particularly to collect those rejection letters. I think you need to practice writing rejection letters of your own fiction because you, obviously all the great writers have a stack. Um, mm-hmm. So I think you need to write a page. And then write yourself 50 rejection letters for that page. Absolutely. And then rewrite that page and give yourself 50 more.
3: Well, and 50 rejection letters, each in a different voice. Yeah. From yeah. a different imaginary editor. I mean, um, why do we need editors? We can reject our own fiction, can't we? Exactly. Yeah, but you can also submit. That's submi- what
1: internal editors mm-hmm. are for. Yeah. So true. But you can also you can submit to the same editor multiple times. So the other thing you can do is once you've got you know the perfect rejection letter, and remember that you're going to need to go through the steps with yeah. the mm-hmm. the note cards first. Certainly. is you can take that down to a copy shop and run off multiple copies of it, and then take it home and distress it so that it looks like it has gone through the mail. You
0: should mail it to yourself, really. Go the extra mile. Have we talked about some of the distractions that, uh, I say distractions, distractions is the wrong word, the reward systems that brilliant writers have oh. to keep themselves motivated. I mean, I have oh, it on good authority yes, that Brandon Sanderson has an enormous collection of magic cards. Yes, yes. And so really, if you want a career like Brandon's, you should begin collecting magic cards mm-hmm. now. That's, that Brandon is Brandon actually I've... can't even start writing until he has
3: sorted at least an entire set's worth of cards. Right, and you know, I run out of sorting methods, so
2: I have to come up with new ones. Like, I usually am right now alphabetizing by the last letter in the title of the card. Mm-hmm. I find that very engaging.
1: You know, what I did, and you may try this, um, mm-hmm. I did this for my books at home, is that I, um, I ordered them by color.
2: Yeah, okay. the color
1: spectrum, and so you may actually take a look at the magic that, that cards. Can, that
2: could be really nice. Yeah, because
1: yeah. it, it gives this nice spectrum. Oh um, yeah, and it's I find it easier to find things as well. Okay.
2: Well, I'm, I think we're actually out of time. Um, I really want to give us a writing prompt. You guys okay with this? I think, that I think uh, that's interesting.
0: Um, as, th- as, as long too as it's not too exciting of a writing prompt. Yeah.
3: This is, is going
2: to be okay. But see, the thing is, I want our, our listeners to practice being original. We're science fiction fans. They've really got to be original. Right. And I really think that there's a, a place in the science fiction fans community where originality is just not being achieved. And that is everyone uses a lot of the same words and letters. Mm. Um, and so what I really want you to do is I want you to practice um, and I want you to devise a few of your own letters that you're going to use and I want them to replace a few letters. Um, and, you know, everyone uses these same boring words. I want you to eschew, just get rid of the words and, the, and, or, and all pronouns Absolutely. from your book. Um, and I don't want you to use any plur- plurals either. Get rid of those because everybody uses those. Yeah, everybody uses um, yeah. plurals. And write your book that way. I think that the editors that you're not sending it to would really find that really, really interesting. Um, and so you can write some really great rejection letters and, for in yourself
0: In In addition to this, experiment with a new voice. I'm yeah. thinking second person omnipotent.
2: Seg- okay, okay, that's great. Yeah, like with, the, with, with yes. your own new letters. Yes. Maybe your own new alphabet. Well, in fact, know. I think you need to take a few years and design an alphabet and, and, and you write should, your book in it.
1: Yes, and you should learn some languages before you do yeah. that. Icelandic, for instance, has yeah. 24 different articles. Uh, yeah, Instead and, of just a, the. Yeah, and Navajo. Have, yeah, exactly. And as
3: long as you're taking a few years to devise an entire new alphabet in which to write stuff, start learning how to write bomb threats because that sounds like it'll come in handy in that situation. <laughs> Okay, this has been Writing Excuses. We've
2: given you lots of excuses. You have no excuse to not write now,
1: I think. If not, come back to us and we can give you some more.
2: Thanks for listening.
1: Please don't make a bomb.